This is ridiculous. We don't need it. Turns out that World Wide Web is a little more functional than a lot of people realized early on. And he's been right about a lot of things. And he says that we're going to have the majority of our business meetings in the metaverse. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by one of my favorite people in the world, Aaron Magnuson. Aaron. What's up, everybody? Let's talk Another about social knows. media in the church. That's right. There's always something to talk about. 2022. Always. always and and there's about. about 500 things to talk about. And you and I That's right. talk multiple times every week. We've been talking right. for probably an hour before we even hit record because yes. So many That's fun right. things uh, to talk about in the land right. of NFTs. Guys, we're starting to plan the conference, the second conference, second yeah. annual Social Media Church Conference. We're starting to plan it. So, yeah, we're having a little planning session before 22. this. Yeah. Aaron, be those, those that, aren't, uh, that haven't been listening, uh, maybe are even new to today's podcast, yes. talk about who you are. You just started a new role to update yeah. everybody on how it's going as in your new role at Shoreline City. I'm, I'm actually glad we're doing this because, and, and I'm going to come back at you at, and after yeah. I answer, I'm going to ask you the same question because this podcast used to have a super dope intro. I think we uh, paid somebody from five. Well, I say we, it wasn't we, me at the time, um, paid somebody from Fiverr. And there was like the, you know, the really cool intro that like gave a little history on Jay Cranda and then a little history on Nils Smith walking the streets of the New York with his family. Uh, and uh, anyways, anyways, um, and I'm wearing my blazer hat today. So I was even thinking about like, man, uh, Jay and Nils always used to uh, banter about the Spurs and the Lakers. Uh, and part of me just feels like we're all in a life stage where ain't nobody got time for that. Well, Jay, Jay has time for the Lakers. I'm not going to say that. I don't think Nils and Aaron have time for the, the Spurs and the Blazers. But uh, yeah, so me, uh, I am, my name is Aaron Magnuson. And I know we have some new listeners. We got some new listeners this past week because I gave uh, one of my new coworkers, Sam, uh, a shout out. And here I am giving him another shout out. And uh, he was kindly going around the office, uh, letting everybody hear how much I talked Sam up. And we're going to get Sam on the on the on the podcast uh, here in a couple episodes. But yeah, I work for Shoreline City Church. Uh, I have lived in Dallas, Texas now for officially uh, a little over a month, um, and uh, came from uh, being an online pastor at a church in Southern California. Uh, before that, lived in Oregon, which is why I care about the Blazers, where I'm born and raised. Um, I have a wife. Two kids, five and three, so uh, that that keeps us busy. They're at school today, which is a huge win. So great, great day to podcast. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's me. Love talking about social media church. I started listening to uh, my first week in ministry. First week, googled social media church. I googled that, and the social media church podcast popped up. The rest is history. Reached out in the Twitter DMs, uh, and now I get the pleasure of co-hosting, uh, and I'm. I'm like best friends with uh, Nils Smith, the guy that introduced me and ushered me into social media at my first week in ministry before we even met. So it was destined to be. Uh, but Nils, t t tell quickly update the audience for our new listeners. Uh, who who the heck are you, and why did I Google social media church and find your podcast? Oh man, uh, I, uh, I I often joke that. My family keeps waiting for me to get a grown-up job uh, so that <laughs> so that they can like proudly tell people what I do because people are always like, "What? What is? What do? What do Katie and Nils like do for work? Like, 
like he's a like I was I, I was a social media pastor uh, for like a decade. That's and then that was it. like because that because was Nils, like, what, yeah. When was that? Let everyone know why why online pastor wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, I mean, this was like there was no Instagram. <laughs> there was you know <laughs> Facebook, early Facebook. Uh, this was probably 12, 13 years ago. I became social media pastor at Community Bible Church in San Antonio. And and it was just like, people were like, you just play on Facebook all day? Like, what what do you do? And we bought onlinechurch.com and, you know, kind of built a church on, on the yep. World Wide Web. Um, and then I became <laughs> a consultant, you know, like helping people do the crazy things that I did on the internet. Yes. Um, and now I'm, I'm getting into like Web3, Metaverse, Cryptocurrency, and I, I mean, I, I think my family might be more proud to just tell people I'm a drug dealer uh, because that would be easier <laughs> to explain uh, than he's, yes. uh, he's helping churches get into cryptocurrency in the metaverse. So basically like illegal operations or something. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, you uh, could be the Roosevelt Island kingpin. Yes. Yes. I will tell you, know, Aaron, <laughs> one of the things, so I do a lot of things uh, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm a bit scattered as an entrepreneur. Yes. I, people, a lot of people know what I do at Dunham and Company. We uh, consult uh, with a lot of Christian ministries all over the mm-hmm. world. Um, and it's a thrill uh, getting to do what I do with them. But one of the things I do is, is I have an agency uh, called Amplify Social Media and we run yes. uh, social media for a lot of ministries. And that's actually how Shoreline City, and uh, you know, we got That's connected right. to Shoreline City. So we got um, connected, and you and I have worked together through Amplify uh, for for a while. Um, and and so, yep. for those that don't, I don't talk about Amplify a whole lot. And we 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 honestly, everything has been word yeah, of mouth. This is for good, Amplify. Nils. This is good. I didn't know this was going to go here, but I forgot. Like we we do need to talk about this more. I, we need to talk I didn't about plan Amplify. On it, but I was just like, you know what? Let's talk about Amplify. But yeah. but Amplify is so it's you know we help you know, a dozen or so ministries run their social media. Um, right. we, we have a very intentional, slow process of we don't onboard more than one new ministry a month. Um, we have made a commitment to not onboard any so far this year, um, yes. just because of the state of our team and size and their intentionality. Yep. Uh, but my team did just give me the green light to, they said, we can take on a, a new ministry, um, in uh in march or april uh if we want to reach out to us you if you might if you go to amplify social dot media um you can i think we have an application on there it you know we typically work with like medium uh size churches so we don't generally you know i think there's just a a, you know something with scale that smaller churches under you know i would say our smallest church is maybe 150 um but but we also typically aren't working in nugget churches either. Uh, and so we're working right. with a lot of midsize uh, churches um, and, and we're so grateful, but churches that are serious about maximizing social media, investing in social That's media right. uh, and, and having a significant impact online. And we just come alongside their teams and augment their internal teams, uh, whether that's a team of two or three or a team of 20 or 30. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's a little plug for Amplify. If anyone is interested um, right. it is, it is a real partnership. We, we have had the privilege oh. of picking and choosing who we work with and partner That's with, right. um, and work, and we work with Pete Scazzaro and emotionally, the discipleship yep. and life without limbs and, yep. uh, some incredible ministries, perfecting faith, incredible church, ministries, the Levin here and just, transformation church and shoreline city and hope city yes. and, um, some incredible ministries that we, right. uh, Cape Cod church, uh, is a new church yep. that we started working with about a year ago. And, 
so grateful for the ministries that we partner with there. So and if you follow us on Instagram, sometimes you see us plug plug their stuff because uh, our yeah. team is intentional about uh, celebrating the teams that we work with um, and celebrating the cool stuff that they're willing to try out on social 100%. media and how they're doing it. And yeah, we, we do have a lot of fun with, with, yeah, I'm glad you said that too. Like this isn't like, you know, mega sized churches. I mean, transformation churches in its own bucket, but um, yeah. yeah, this, this is about churches that are serious that maybe don't have the entirety of their um, like a, a role. Uh, and so they would rather spend uh, their money on getting a team of people to help them uh, in a more comprehensive way instead of hiring three or four staff uh, yeah. or even just focusing on it. Uh, and we're really able to take it off of their plate. Um, and yeah, we're, <laughs> it is funny. Like it's a family uh, and all of our partners is just a big family. Uh, yeah. So much so that I think Shoreline City got confused that I didn't work for them. Uh, and they just uh, hired me. So it was such, it, such family that they're like, I'm just, I'm not sure why you don't live in Dallas, Aaron. And I think that you, you, it would just be better if your family was out here. So um, yes. yeah, we, we do we're love what we do. Some cowboy boots. Uh, yeah, so now, we're not doing that. What, hey, do, before, before yeah. we talk about what we're actually going to talk about, t- yeah. what, what was the thing that you told me that Titus needs to do? Oh, so we, so my wife was just went to, to the San Antonio rodeo with her sister <laughs> and mutton busting is my favorite thing at the rodeo. Uh, so when we lived in Texas, we'd always go to the rodeo once a year. That's when I'd wear my cowboy boots uh, once a okay. year. Um, and I was, you know, in a fraternity in college, you had to have brown cowboy boots uh, okay. if, if you're going to be in a fraternity. Know that. Yeah, and okay. uh, for telling us. That, that was like a, that, I mean, that was 20 years ago. And so I don't, maybe that's not a thing anymore, but it was then and I still have them. Um, and so mutton busting is where you basically stick a kid, you know, typically under like eight years old on the back of a sheep and you just let the sheep run until the kid falls off. Uh, and so it's basically like bull riding for kids and it is hilarious. Uh, and so I, I always was bummed that my kids never got to do it. Um, and so So now you're trying to relive your dreams through my children. Uh, which I'm totally down with. Uh, I oh, will. Uh, you have a boy. Uh, I, I I dreamed I, I, of having a boy too, okay. and I didn't oh, have a boy. I, I love being a girl dad. Yeah, uh, but, I don't. There's it's some saying, things that. Yeah, I don't think Brielle would yeah. be interested in that. But Titus, for yeah. sure, my three year old. Yeah, eight year old. You know, whatever under eight. Uh, let's. I don't think there's an age limit. Is there an age limit to your knowledge? I don't know, but who but you I, can but throw I, on there? there? There's probably a size limit, and Titus is like. <laughs> Twice the size, I think, of other kids' his age. So he's probably yeah. going to push the he size. He looks like an eight-year-old, so I think we're going we're, we're gonna to pass. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I do. yeah. we need to get him on there before. Yeah, that's true, we, before he passes the weight limit because we wouldn't, we wouldn't, you wouldn't want him breaking the sheep's back. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we digress. Um, we mutton busting, if you never heard of it. I'm going to YouTube so some mutton busting. Uh, well, and I'm, I'm sure there will be some mutton busting in the metaverse soon. And so that's, that's my bridge <laughs> right. into – the metaverse. So today's conversation, Aaron, that I brought up um, yep. based on an experience I had this week is Bill okay. Gates made an announcement last week. I say he made an announcement in an interview. He made a statement <laughs> that he believes that in two to three years, the majority of business meetings will take place in the metaverse. Um, and so it's Bill Gates is generally right. in yep. when it comes to technology, there's a video I showed in a presentation I did recently that showed Bill Gates talking to David Letterman about the internet. And okay. David Letterman was like, so you can watch, you can listen to like sports on this internet. Have you heard of the radio? You know, like you can, yeah. you know, like get like sports facts right. and like analytics, 
Have you heard mm-hmm. of the newspapers? You know, he's just like, this is ridiculous. Right. We don't need it. Well, Bill Gates was right about the internet. And it turns out the World Wide Web is a little more functional than a lot of people realized early on. Yes. And he's been right about a lot of things. And he says that, uh, that we're going to have the majority of our business meetings in the metaverse. So I, I would love to shift that to say, if that's the case, does that mean that the majority of our church meetings right. will also be in the metaverse? Um, and, 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 and I, and when I say that, I'm, I'm maybe going to say our church, small groups, um, right. Because I think that's what translates more than our worship services. Uh, mm-hmm. that's a whole different debate that we actually talk about more, but do we think that the majority of church small groups will take place in the metaverse in two to three years? And yeah, I, I want to have that debate. See what you think. Yeah. What, I mean, what's your immediate it. thought when you hear that, Aaron? I, I Bill Gates is right, so we can probably turn this podcast off. I don't know why. I don't know why you and I are doing any, any talking when Bill Gates. Uh, my immediate thought um, is that I've done that, and it's awesome. Uh, yeah. And I and I, I I can't wait for you to share your experience that you had this week. Um, and uh, I'm going to tease our audience. I don't think Nils was wearing pants. For this experience, and so um, I just can't wait for you guys to, to hear the story that he's going to share. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I ran a, a, a community group um, in virtual reality, at, like uh, like yeah, avatars, like vir- like virtual reality, virtual reality. When you think of the stereotypical second life virtual reality, I ran a community group in that uh, the 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 metaverse. I don't know what all but falls under what the metaverse. You, what, did you, what did you use? What what platform? Um, we rotated actually. So sometimes we would meet in rec room. Sometimes we would meet yep. in alt space. Um, yep. and there's another one, uh, that I'm not thinking of right now. Um, but we, we tested them, but, yeah. uh, the reality is, you know, we all had, um, I don't know if all of us had Oculuses. Mine was an Oculus, the one, not the two. Um, yep. and yeah, you just, I, I think we even hopped on a, a, a call on discord, uh, so that we had like a chat open on Discord, so that there wasn't anything funky happening with like, so that we could just if if, if we were glitching, we could at least hear yeah. each other because we were doing that through our phones. Um, yeah. And uh, and yeah, we would just decide where, well, where do we want to meet? Uh, and the best, I, I will say this, confirming what you're saying, the best place we met was in, um, I think it was in Alt Space, uh, yeah. but there was like a you, you there was like a fire pit set up. Yep. And all of our avatars just yep. sat around the fire pit. Yep. You know, it was dark. You could like look up yep. into the sky and like see the stars and all this stuff. And we had like a super deep, rich, meaningful uh, conversation because, you know, it, it was easy to forget that we weren't all sitting around a fire pit. Uh, yes. And something really magical happens. Uh, you know, we, we've seen the commercials for years, right? The old person or even the young person puts on the VR headset and they're like, you can tell that they're like crying, but they're just sitting on like a park bench or they're just sitting in like their recliner. Yeah. And it's like this really yeah. emotional experience. Something yeah. wild happens to us because we're such visual creatures uh, when our eyes get tricked um, yeah. and it can take you into a different space. And so, yeah, the zoom has been great. I think we all learned that zoom was great. Uh, and it, you can, when you're on it so much, you can feel like you're just ha- breaking bread around a table together, uh, even though you're yeah. not in the same room. Well, that it's that times 10 times a hundred and in future iterations of the metaverse, probably times a thousand where you yeah. really feel like you're together 
Uh, and we all know that that that's where the meaningful conversations happen when you're spending quality time together, but you're not physically present, like like proximity wise location. You're not physically close, um, yep. but your avatars are. So yep. yeah, I I would say I can t- I can totally get get uh, get down with this idea. Um, taking it a step further from what Bill Gates said, um, that that we will be doing community. Uh, in the metaverse. And mm. I, I just think everyone's buying Oculuses. I think we've talked about this a ton um, to where when it's mainstream, that'll, that'll be the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so I'll share my experience this week. I, I did a yes. presentation uh, for Dunham and company um, and for our clients about web three and VR. And, and I said, you know what, we're not going to do Q and a here. We'll do it in the metaverse, and I'm going to set up a an Oculus workspace. I think it's called or workroom, and okay. um, and you'll all be invited. and And with that, people can e- either join with their avatars, or they can join via video conference into the the room. And interesting, uh, we I did not realize this. The invite to it, and people were able to join. Um, what was interesting, and, and I was actually able to even in my I can I can basically choose different layouts for my workspace, and I can it gives you three different images you can change basically posters on the wall that you can change out. So I branded the room a little bit, and uh, and we had you know maybe I don't know 15, 20 people uh, come on. All of them came on via video conference. None of them joined via av- avatar. The reason is, you know, two people tried and they, okay. it was too cumbersome. I like, they just yes. couldn't figure out how to get in. Um, yeah. And a lot of people actually said afterwards that they tried to get on. Uh, it was interesting. Several people messaged afterwards, like we tried to get on via the video conference and we couldn't figure it out. Other people got on and they're like, I can't believe how easy this is. It worked in a browser. Oh. So it was like zoom right. except in a browser. And it was really easy for them to do but it was also very limited, limiting. And so yes. they, they could see me almost like they were video conferencing into my conference room uh, and my avatar in their right. Zoom window. Uh, and then they could see other participants in their, you know, box window. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, so it would be like, so, so I, I'm sure the listeners are curious about this and, and, and so am I. So, yeah. well, first, were you wearing pants? I, you know. I mean, I was wearing okay. shorts. To be clear, the I'm avatar. So the avatar, pants. though, the avatar looked nice. It was and the, and the avatar had, has no pant, like it has no waist down. Basically, <laughs> the avatar is like waist up, and so nobody was wearing pants in this in this meeting. Fantastic. Yeah. So okay. in, in in Facebook's metaverse, which is called the Horizons, uh, yes. or Horizon, whatever, whichever one it is, uh, it's it's a pantsless. Uh, it's it's a waist. Okay. It's waist up environment uh, it's uh everyone floats around okay uh, with just the okay. top their top half with their torso so this leads into my question then uh so you that was you in yes. this uh meeting yes. for the people that joined via video conferencing it was like there uh, I, i'm this is a question was yep. it like you could so your character could you were in the virtual conference room yep. like we all all of our churches have conference rooms or a place that we meet yep. that's where you were that's what you could see yep. you had your headset on so on the wall there was like a tv and you saw their faces just like zoom that's right that's okay right. so they're so they they didn't join via avatar some tried but yep. weren't able to actually be in there so when they weren't in there they were just joining via video it was like you have a tv on your wall and they were joining you that way yep. 
Yes. But what they saw on their screen was a virtual conference room. Yes. And they were looking at you. Yes. Wow. Um, and so, and, and then, and, and so basically it's set up like a virtual conference room where I sit at a conference table where I can stand at the end of it. And one side is their screen, which is like a monitor with a bunch of little boxes, yep. just like Zoom. And on the other side is a whiteboard that I can literally white, like draw on the whiteboard, or I can- get to pick up I a pen? Use, so yeah, you can. Uh, you kind of have a <laughs> pen that you write with. Um, and then you, uh, and, and eraser and the whole thing. Um, and then, but then you can also set, I can set up my computer that I can use my computer with basically a desktop sharing app. So I can literally sit at the desk and have my physical computer in a, in a monitor within the screen that nobody else can see other than me. And I can do things on my computer, but I can also share my computer just like you do in a conference room where you're doing like airplay. Wow. So I can do airplay. So I was able to like put up websites to look at as I was talking and presenting. And then I was able to go to the screen and move around. So it was kind of like a physical environment, a little clunky, but you would get used to it. But I'll tell you two to three years. um, You know, I feel like I, I've been doing video conferencing, working remote for, for probably nine years now, eight years. And that was Skype early on. Uh, It has been such a slow process to get people used to video conferencing, to think that in two to three years, we're going to now make this leap into majority metaverse meetings. I, I, I have a hard time believing that even in the business space, um, I, I think it's cool. I think there will be more (laughs) than there are today. Uh, but majority, I just don't, in my, my most recent experience, the other thing that happened, Aaron, is I had this like physical digital overlap where my maintenance at my apartment, you know, like basically came into my apartment in the middle of my meeting. We're like yelling because uh, they knew I was here because they were doing some construction work. And I, and I had to like take my headset off, address that situation. When I put my headset back on, I had logged me out of the room, which made for an awkward situation for everybody joining because it, I was the only one in the room and right. all of a sudden I wasn't there anymore. Um, and so it, it was a, I would say it was a disastrous first metaverse meeting uh, for <laughs> <Okay>. me. <laughs> so, so, so for all the people that are just wildly confused, hang in there, hang in there for yeah. a second. Uh, uh, let me, let, let me draw a parallel to what happened uh, the the version of this like decades ago version of this. So yeah. what what essentially happened to you was assuming we had video conferencing on dial up. Yeah. And you're and you're on and you're leading a meeting and then your mom comes in like I need to call you know I need to call grandma. Yeah. Yeah. I need to call her emergency. Get yeah. off the internet. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have to log out. Get off the internet so yeah. mom can make the call, yeah. and then you hop back on. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. for all of you, that is what happened. Yeah. Now, I, I do want. Now, I do want to poke at this. Uh, you, you feeling like it's not the case for for two reasons. One, because the like I can see how dial up on dial up internet video conferencing. No way. Like you can't even get there. Doesn't even make sense. No way. But the minute yeah. it switches from from dial up internet to like whatever future iterations we had, all of a sudden it makes a little bit more sense. Things function differently. And so where it stands right now, um, 
yeah, it might be like, yeah, it's clunky. It's a little bit hard to log in. People don't really understand it, all of this and that. Um, yep. But what we've seen is it in a day, in a month, in a week, well, you know, whatever, things could change like that when you switch off of dial-up and then all of a sudden it's like seamless and all these things. So that that's kind of my first point. The sub point to that would be, and, and, and a question, do you think Bill Gates was referring to everybody wearing headsets and being avatars in the meeting? Or do you think he was saying most meetings will be held how you held your meeting and he's counting that as a virtual meeting? You know, it's a good question. I I would assume he means in with VR headsets and- Everybody's an avatar. Avatars. Now, now- I, what what I'm curious about, Aaron, is if everyone were in that meeting as avatars, would that have been a much better experience? Was part of the disconnect being that most were not, and I was the only avatar. Um, now I've done some VR experiences with avatars, and and I think there's some it's there's some cool things to it. I also yes. see my kids, and like they're, they're I was actually having a conversation with them the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, it's kind of like." it's kind of like we're in a video game or it's kind of like we're in Moana, you know, or, or, or and, and they, and I, and I was actually telling them like, do you dream in digital in like, like you're like right. a, a character in a video game kind of thing. And they're like, Oh yeah. All, most of the time uh, they, they actually dream in digital more than they dream in, in Weird. like it's their physical body in an experience. Um, and so it's interesting how their world is actually very yeah. digital, like a digital presence is right. a legitimate presence how, to how them. Would, how would you answer that question? How, like if I asked you, how, how do you dream? I don't think I've ever had a digital dream where I'm, I, I'm an, where I'm an avatar. Oh, I definitely remember having a as a kid with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, <laughs> and I would, uh, you know, be fighting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something, you know, like. I did, I remember that, that amazing, like legitimately as a kid. But for the most part, I probably haven't had a digital dream in thirty five years. Uh, you know, um, and so it it is. Uh, yeah, that's just not where my mind goes. But I also know that like kids' minds think differently. Yeah, and their world totally. is different than than what All mine has been. That's right. And so I do, th- I, mean, I, I think, I, I just don't know. And I, I don't want to be, you know, I'm, I'm in my forties now and I'm like, am I starting to be that you turn corner? Just like, you know, like this is just Everybody, silly for just we gotta help doing Nils. meetings in a video game. Pray, pray for Nels, reach out to Nels. It's not over. You're, it's not over. <laughs> you're uh, 40. <laughs> So I just, I just don't know. Like I, I, but, but my, my feelings right now is, and and I've been talking VR for like seven years since the first time I put a headset on, I'm about VR. I just think that it's further away still than two to three years. I think that's a really optimistic um, scenario. Now five to 10 years maybe, but uh, yeah. I just don't there would see have to be a significant really change field. in technology, whether that's yes. whether that's the hardware or or something happens for the internet where like lagging just isn't a thing, bandwidth isn't a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you could come up with glasses that you put on um, that transports your your room or your space into something different, um, 
yeah, I, I, you know, I almost wonder like, is this like, is, are the VR headsets like people trying to imagine how can a desktop ever be a laptop? You're out of your mind thinking that this massive ton computer could ever be small enough. I mean, forget that to, to sit in your, in your pocket, to sit in your pocket, um, and so I, I, I do wonder, but I don't, to, to your point, I don't know how far away from that we are. Now I will yeah. say, um, to be on the other side of the fence of you, if Bill Gates was talking about people joining the meeting, how you did it easy, yeah. two to three years might even be a stretch because I'm already yeah. thinking about, you know, being an online pastor, having a team that's v- all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. man, how cool would it be to like have set up these conferencing spaces? Um, because I also know of conferencing spaces that that you can be an avatar on your computer so that would be more like yeah. second life but but yeah. you're like in a room with people uh and you're just yeah. um not via zoom um but yeah i i, I mean i i want to experiment with that i think at the yeah. very least it's like it's a fun novelty of uh the harsh reality of like yeah we can't be we can't break bread together in the same room um yeah. but this this kind of makes it fun um, I, I will and, tell you what, what was, what has been most interesting to me, maybe the surprising tech of VR, social VR that, that I didn't anticipate being as, um, m- maybe realistic feeling is the spatial audio. And so mm. it's interesting to be able to look around like you're in a physical environment, but it's, it's, I think what's really interesting is basically you hear people from a certain direction or distance based on where yes. you are in correlation in, to them in the room in the that's right and you get space. closer it gets louder and further that's away right. they, they they die off yeah uh-huh. and, and so it's not like a level audio for everyone it is your unique audio based on where you are digitally located i guess i would say physically located but yeah physically there uh but where you are <laughs> we can't yeah, even talk about this I don't even know the word to to give that, but where you are in that digital space in correlation to others in that space, you have a unique audio experience. Uh, And that's, that's pretty interesting. And I think for meetings, uh, that's a unique uh, vibe. I think even, I think it'd be interesting Mm -hmm. of like worship songs or prayer times or things like that. Um, So we'll see. I'll give it time, but I would say I'm in a state of pessimism. Um, for the near future. It's okay. I'm 30. I'm still, I'm still, you know, fighting for it. Still, still on the optimistic side. Okay. You've turned a corner nails. I I like this nails. The world needs this nails. (laughs) No, uh, I, I I will not become that guy. State state your, Uh, state your pessimism, state your pessimism. Maybe it's New York is just getting to me, man. Uh, I've, I've become an yes. old New Yorker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I blame Jay. This is Jay's fault. Uh, Jay Cran yeah. did this to me. Uh, so. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What's your pessimism? Yeah. What's your pessimism? How long? Uh, yeah, state it. Yeah, I mean, I would say five to ten years. I mean, I, I do think I, – I, I don't know there will ever be a majority, to be honest. Um, but I think mm. for it to be mainstream, I think we're, we're still five to ten years away from metaverse meetings being uh having mass adoption uh, i just think it's i think it's going to be just a slow a slower process than a lot of technologists believe um and who knows could be i could be wrong I, but i plan on having more meetings in the metaverse i'm on my my third 
VR headset, you know, since I got serious about VR and I have been bullish on this technology. I'm a part of a VR company, OVRX, uh, that, that we created the first VR experience at museum of the Bible. Uh, and I love it. It's, it's powerful. Um, but it's, it's, and that we did that like three years ago. Uh, and that, and that was with content that was captured three years before that, Um, This is moving slow uh, from my perspective. And I think, um, but this year, Apple is supposed to be coming out with the AR headset and, you know, we'll see what Google comes out with. And it's, uh, yeah, I think there's just some- I will say this, if AR, if AR gets good enough, I I don't know, like that's going to slow down VR even more because an AR world is super cool. And I feel yeah. like, you, like, would you rather, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting at my dining room table right now, a little bit echoey. I apologize for all the listeners. You probably noticed that. But like, if you could augment reality, and we've seen this in movies, right? If you can augment reality of people's physical presences at, at the different tables, and then you're augmented for them at wherever they are, that that would almost, I, I think, at least where I'm at right now, that would be more preferential than, yeah. um, than, than being in a virtual space with an avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, we will see. It's, it's a fun conversation uh, and we'll keep doing it. We'll 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 probably do it. You know, probably, you know what we need to do, Aaron, as a part of this year's social media church conference, we need to have a a VR experience. Um, And so I'm calling it now. We'll, we'll incorporate some type of VR experience into the 2022 social media church conference. That's right. And we don't uh, have the dates yet, but it will be in October. So uh, you however go. you need to budget for it, October, is, yep. it's coming. It's coming. We just we just gave everybody some alpha. So there, there you, you go. go. There, there you go. go. All right. Well, we'll wrap up this podcast here in this conversation, Aaron. It's always fun. Thanks, always everyone, fun. for listening. We will talk to you again on the next episode.